Welcome back to the Heavily Scaled Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gabby Bradley, and I am finally rejoined with my co-hosts, Katie Mills and Coach Claire. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the room. Back in the saddle. I was going to say back in the booth, but we're not in a booth. Yes. We can call this our booth. I think okay. it works. Sounds the studio. Good. Back our in the studio. studio. Back in the studio. Hey. The AKA the gym. <laughs> AKA where we live. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, welcome back. Um, so, this week, we wanted to talk to you guys about scaling, because it's the name of our podcast, because hey. we live life heavily scaled. All we of scale the time. to scale. That means scale whatever it means for you. That. Yes, scale to scale. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, That's my favorite sure. phrase. Okay, well, today we're going to talk about scaling and why you should scale the scale. Um, so we're talking about scaling. So let's talk about first, guys, what is what does it mean to scale? So in CrossFit, and this isn't the same in every type of fitness, but in CrossFit we give an RX weight load, which is mm-hmm. – um, prescription, right? Or like the recommend. Yes. Yeah, so right. it is the recommended weight load that you should be using or um, to achieve the stimulus that the workout was designed to give you. So um, example, right, is um, Fran is 9565, okay, right. for our wonderful movements and mm-hmm. that. So um, you can scale that by taking the weight load down to something that is going to allow you to move at the pace that you are designed to move at to achieve the stimulus of that workout Mm -hmm. if you are not able to do that recommended weight load. So like the first time that I did Fran, I did it with an empty barbell because that's (laughs) where we were just at, okay? That's where we were at. And because I did not have pull-ups, I did um, jumping pull-ups off of a box because I was not, um, able to do those movements. So I replaced it with something that I could do that gave me a similar stimulus. Right. Great. So talking about scaling now, I've heard this before and we can talk about this because I think this is kind of an interesting topic, especially amongst, um, like, um, what are we like gyms like us, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're not spitting out games athletes, right? right? But typically, when people program, they program for the fittest athlete in the gym. But like that doesn't always apply to everybody. So what are your thoughts then in terms of, you know, the language around scaling versus RXing? Oh yeah, I think um, it's. I've sat in when Jason and Joe have programmed for us before, mm-hmm. a couple times, a few times, and it's fun to hear them talk about that. And like you said, like we definitely program for like the stronger, whatever fitter, if you want to call it that, athletes that can do that high capacity heavyweight things. But they also are cognizant of where we're at as a gym. Mm-hmm. I know they think a lot about that, so it's kind of fun to see like. And they will plan the workouts with a scale in mind for everybody, mm-hmm. which yeah. is pretty cool. Like it's pretty important. So. Um, I don't know, to go off of that. Yeah, the language of it, I can say for me that when I started CrossFit, especially coming in knowing that I was intending to be a coach, and like we talked about in our first episode, I didn't have a whole lot of experience with high-intensity exercise yep. like this. Yep. Um, having the prescribed weight up there was challenging for me because I'm competitive and yeah. I wanted to perform at that level. Yeah. And I knew for a fact that my gymnastic skills did not come until I had been doing this for a year in like three months. So it, you know what I mean? It was a little discouraging for me. And I think a Mm -hmm. lot of people, especially people who are new to the space, feel that way when they come in. They're like, I want to be competing at the Uh level that's like 
described on the board, but I can't. And so it's like this all of a sudden, I hear people say this all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys did so great on the workout. You finished really fast. I'm like, yeah. oh, I scaled it. Yeah. I'm like, so? Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That and was the intended stimulus. I, I like, coached. You did it. You did yeah, it, man. but you did it. And that was the thing. And But I think that sometimes, you know, not that it's necessarily the athlete's fault. You know, it is what CrossFit is. Oh, it's, it's is, a culture. It's, it's a, a thing. It's a For culture. Sure. But I had an athlete um, literally just do that the other night, like when I coached on Tuesday, Thursday. And I was like, man, you did really well in that workout. And he was like, oh, well, I went down in the weight. And I was like, well, don't, you know, you, people sort of undercut themselves yep, right. a little bit. And it's, I don't know. So I feel like, you know, there's this, I don't know, there's just this sort of mindset where people feel like RXing is the goal. The thing. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a goal, but I feel like it's almost more there to push you mm-hmm. into like one, make, make you strive to be better than to be an actual requirement. Like, right, I think right. even a games athlete goes into their, what their workout plan for the week is and they probably have these prescribed weights that sometimes are hard for them too because that's the point mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. if they may or may not you know Katrin may or may not be snatching whatever ungodly high weight she actually can hit <laughs> you know like yeah. that's just the way it works right. and so part of it I think is like learning CrossFit and learning how much you can do and what's what where you're comfortable being he- like going heavier going mm-hmm. like high volume like yeah. what works for you and um what's on the board isn't necessarily the end all you know yeah Yeah, and I think it's exciting, too, is the thing is, like, when you start, you are going to have to scale certain things. For sure. sure. Weight load. Weight load is the easiest one to go with, right? Mm -hmm. Weight load and gymnastics. Those are the two. Mm Because when you start, usually those things don't, aren't there. So, but when you you improve and you're consistently coming and you get Mm -hmm. better, and then everybody remembers the first workout that they RXed. The mm-hmm. first time that they fully RX to work out. Maybe. Remember. I don't know. But in, in, it, for me, it was a big deal. <laughs> the first time I RX, what's the one that's 30 squat cleans? Is that a workout? What? 30 squat cleans. Is that you a may have made that I don't up know. in yeah, your maybe mind. You did that yourself. No, I think it is. No. I just can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. There was something. It was either that or a 30 squat. 30 snatches or I don't know one of those those was just it 30, 30 yeah. snatches maybe and that was the first time I like I had scaled it maybe two twice and then uh-huh. I finally got mm-hmm. to RX it and I was like wow this is pretty freaking cool I feel legit but also my time is like three times as long as a game's mm-hmm. out so like you know like there's yeah. it's constantly there's constantly a level of like right just knowing where you're at like, yeah, I, and that's, that's why I don't think prescribed things are a huge deal to me personally yeah. right mm-hmm. like that's that's an True. example oh yeah but to some people, it definitely is. And not even comparing the RX weights to a games athlete, but just other people right. in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can say for sure that competition, you know, I've talked about the competition in my head all of the time. But, like, how many times have you guys seen or heard me in class? And what do I do? I look at what Missy's doing. Shout out to Missy. Yes. You stronger. Oh, she's and, our athlete You know what podcast. I mean? And, and like, I'm looking, be, like, I want oh, yeah. to be like Missy, but oh, at yeah. the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm not. I can't oh, strict press I 125 can't. pounds over right. my head. Yeah, or with <laughs> a bum me, still yeah, do what ever. she does. You know what I mean? Right. And But in my mind, I'm just yeah. like, no, you want to. You well, want dang, to. like, that's, Missy's that's got a bum leg, and I'm. She's still well, kicking my butt. Right. Okay, so that's the thing, right? It it's is, fun. It's it makes fun. it fun. Well, it's fun for some people. Right. And that is right. the thing always to keep in mind is that for somebody like, so you guys were both college athletes, and mm-hmm. so you guys grew up in the athletic <laughs> space, and so hey. you thrive on competition, right? Yeah, but some right. people who are like, oh my gosh, just, just, being, just being here is yeah. hard for me because I feel yeah. insecure because I don't know what I'm doing and I haven't like been in an athletic background for my whole life. That can be intimidating, but I think the point to say is like, 
So whether you are RXing a workout and it's taking you five times as long because maybe you shouldn't be RXing it for the <laughs> stimulus, but right. if you choose to do that because mm -hmm. that's your goal, that's your stimulus that you want to mm -hmm. achieve, then right. that's cool. And if you want to get the intended stimulus of the workout and you scale to do that, that's also great, right? Because I mm -hmm. think it's important to keep in mind, and we, we try to do this as coaches as well, mm -hmm. and I think that we do a good job of saying this, is here's the design of the workout. Right. Now, if you're working on your butterfly pull-ups, even though you know you might cap the workout, but you really wanna work on your butterfly pull-ups, mm -hmm. that's your intended stimulus for the day. So here's what we designed, mm -hmm. but you're also an individual and we want you to be able to have your yeah. individual experience in class. Yeah. And that's important too. Right on. You know? Yeah. I think something too is like, we have all these different kinds of um, workouts and I feel like not everything can be a competition. So sometimes it's fun right. when you mm -hmm. get to that, that 16 minute cap, five rounds for time workout and you're like, I'm beating the person next to me, right? Like yeah. that keeps you yeah. motivated to go and that's a whole different thing. And then you go to an imam the next day and you're like, this is just a good workout and that's what is what it is. And like, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. not as big of a deal. So I think that's part of the fun part of CrossFit too, oh, even though sure. when, you know, you yeah. feel bad about scaling or not, like sometimes it doesn't even matter, Yeah, which is cool. Right, right. true that. So we've talked a little bit about sort of, you know, why we scale. You know, we scale to maintain the stimulus, you know, whatever that is, whether it is to get your heart rate up really high, right? That's a stimulus or, you know, like that sprint while we did it the other day. It's a sprint. That's the Ugh. stimulus. Um, so you know, good. we scale or modify, you know, maybe you have to do it because you're sick or you're injured, you know, you're just not feeling it that day. Um, and then we also would want to scale because your technique is not there. So if you don't have pull-ups, you know, we don't want you to do these half-ass pull-ups mm -hmm. that aren't, um, you know, really taking helping you, you through a full range of taking you through right. a full range of motion, motion, right? Yeah. So, right. you know, it's that whole idea Plus you could of, hurt yourself. Yeah, or you right. can, exactly. So, you know, we don't want you to injure yourself um, if you're not injured or injure yourself further if you, if you are. So what are the ways that we scale? Can you rattle, rattle some ways off guys? Oh man. Um, Oh my goodness. And so, I have a whole list on like, right like now, we talked about, like you can reduce weight load. That's yep. an easy way. Um, any body weight first. movement, we kind of add leverage to. So, like a push up off a box or a bar yeah. instead of just flat on the ground. Same thing with mountain climbers from today's workout. Mm -hmm. um, burpees, you don't need to flop yourself on the ground and you don't need to jump every time. If that's hard for you, yeah. we step it back, we yeah. step it up. You know, things like that. Um, push ups off of, or pull ups off of a box jumping. Right. Um, so Same those are all examples of movement. They allow you to maintain the function, um, or some of them we can change completely and replace, and replace mm -hmm. completely if we need to. So a really good example of that is, so my mom used to love bur burpees, and she did a workout where she did like 100 burpees for time or something like that, and she like, so my mom's 54, and she's fit. Val's the second athlete, okay? Yes, go, go Val. <laughs> Shout out, Val. Um, yes. And she's really fit, but she... Um, kind of hurt her back after that. She like tweaked it a little bit because mm -hmm. she shouldn't have done mm -hmm. 100 burpees. Just because she did and could maybe doesn't mean that she should have. Yeah. And every time since then that she's done burpees, she's either it's tweaked her back or her ankle and she has a nasty ankle injury that she's dealing with all the time. So what we've done is we've found compound movements that yeah. uh, mimic the stimulus of a burpee. Mm -hmm. So whether that's plate ground overhead or whether that's doing battle ropes plus a squat. Yeah. Because not only is it getting her heart rate up and achieving yeah. that stimulus, it's also working the same muscle groups, right. but in different ways. Yeah. You know, and so you do it for the same amount of time. So like a great example is for people who have knee or ankle injuries and can't do jump rope. Mm -hmm. We might put them on the bike for a certain amount of time that it would take, you know, 
whatever your RX athlete, right, who's doing dubs, mm-hmm. the number of dubs, you'll put them on the bike for the same amount of time. Right. So same cardio stimulus, yeah. but different movement. Right, absolutely. Um, other ways that we can scale include, like, we can change the time for absolutely. people. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, um, you know, you know that someone is going to, cat, you know, you tell them to go, they have this amount of time to do this workout in, like, you might change the time right. for that person. In that same kind of vein, you might reduce, like, the number of rounds yep. or the number yep. of reps. Rounds and That's reps. kind of a Absolutely. time thing. Yeah. So well. change I do that, that on volume. a lot with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Like, if they're capping a minute and it's yeah. like, okay, the intended stimulus was to have 15 seconds, 15 to 20 seconds of yep. rest, I stop them at whatever that consistent 15 to 20 second rep is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this is what you're doing for the rest of the workout. Hit yeah. that number. And that way they can still get the rest like everybody else does, and they're not working continuously. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great way to um, scale. Are you and guys he- sick of the word stimulus yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, we say it a lot. Is there another word? It's I don't know. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's just, stimulus. it's just funny. Intended. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, yeah it is. Stimulus. No, it's stimulus. It I just realized it we've said it about a million times. Twenty thousand so. times. <laughs> Maybe that should be the title of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Stimulus. stimulus. A million stimuli. Stimuli. Ooh. <laughs> Ew, that's is that, gross. Is that a word? Is Summit that a word? No, I don't think so. Oh gosh. Okay. Moving on. Does it sound like a disease or something else? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Anyway, moving on. Um, other ways. And the other one I had thought of was like just your own pace and intensity. And that's yes. usually more of a personal decision. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, you know, people scale yes. or even if you see someone who is struggling, I know that this happens often with like people who are newer and I'm just like, okay, just slow it down. Yeah. You work at a pace that, you know, like you can work at and, Right. Even if, um, like, uh, if we're doing like an imam or something, and I'm just like, all right, you slow it down, you keep work your at pace. your pace, keep your you pace. Keep your yeah. pace oh, this, and it's I do that. Be okay. I do that all like, the time. Hey, guess what? Just do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. It doesn't yeah. matter if that's what the yeah. goal of the workout is. If there Absolutely. are reps, ignore the reps. Do 30 right. seconds of work and 30 seconds of rest so that you are able to enjoy your time there. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't workout. matter what we designed for you. We want you to have a good workout right. and feel good and for feel better you. Afterwards. Right. So like, I think even for us, like I know for me, if I'm having a week where I feel super burnt out and it's, I really want to go in and give it my all. I know mm-hmm. what's best for my body is to just back it off and treat it like a recovery workout. So I might scale every single one of the movements, mm-hmm. even if I can do all of them, mm-hmm. I might intentionally scale because it's, you know, it's what I need that day. Yep. And I can guarantee you that every time I've done that, I've felt better for it. Oh, for sure. Every time. Absolutely. I'm trying to get Lauren to scale and take a rest day. She that's doesn't a whole know another episode. That, yeah. She doesn't know yeah, how to do that. Yeah, we can talk about rest great, days. Oh, yeah. oh, it's another. Okay, rest. so at you Krista actually at can't. You, Ooh, savage. You can, you're Ooh, better. I'm taking like two almost every week now. Saturday, Sunday don't. Sunday doesn't count. Sunday, and I'm usually taking Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Okay. That's usually what I do too. Well, you weren't always that way. No, I, for like a year, I was doing yeah. like four doubles a week and then working out seven days. She was a trying week. to die. Crazy. And I, I know. did. She still is. Which is why now we're taking rest days. <laughs> All right. So at the end of the day, then, instead of scaling, or I'm sorry, instead of RXing, shooting for that, because that, that shouldn't be the goal, right? I mean, it is sort of, it's like a sub-goal it's, of it's all a, of the work you've done. It's a what barometer the, for where you're at, but exactly. it's not necessarily a goal. It's not the goal. So what is the goal? Well, um, our million-dollar word, stimulus. Stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Right? Like, yeah. I think 
it's personal goals, right? So, you know, at the, at the beginning yeah. of the year, like, we have a board at our gym where we put up our goals for in the gym. And so that might be achieving a seven-minute mile. It might be getting a 250-pound back squat. Like, LOL, that would be hilarious if I ever squatted 250 pounds. Goals. But it's actually 200 it's pounds cool. is the goal. <laughs> but, like, based on your goals that you're working on, if we have a squat workout and you're yeah. trying to get a heavier squat, you might go at a weight load that's more heavy than you're that's heavier than you're comfortable with or Mm -hmm. even I'm gonna say it might be against the stimulus because that's your personal goal though Mm -hmm. so if that is gonna help you feel better about the work that you're doing that day and you're gonna feel like you've achieved something more by doing that heavier weight load even if it's not the stimulus of the workout sorry Jason are you like adding Mm -hmm. me right now because I overload (laughs) squats every workout she does and I call her out constantly she's always like oh my gosh I think I'm at 80% oh wait I'm at 92 and I just did 8 reps we we (laughs) haven't even gotten to the wad yet Katie what are you doing I'm only focusing on my squats my friends let me tell you but does that make you happy 100% yes okay that's there you go and is your squat continuously getting better 100% yes so again (laughs) personal goal and you can have a personal goal for every workout for a season of your workout oh yeah for sure yeah I think that's that's the um so yeah so that's yeah for sure that's awesome and I I totally agree with that and I think that one of the things along with that for us as coaches and Joe just wrote a blog post um where he sort of covered this you know our goal is that over time you learn the mechanics, right? You learn the technique of whatever movement you're doing, whether it's a scaled version, for instance, like my mom can't squat, right? She can squat to a box, she can deadlift, she can do all those things. So for those movements that she's doing, we want her to get good mechanics. We want her to consistently do those things. And then over time, we want her to build consistent intensity. Mm -hmm. And I thought that fit really well, like Joe literally just put up the post what last night or something like that yeah two days ago yeah two days and I was like oh wow this is what we're talking about on our podcast podcast. yes it's great so yeah and then at the end of the day I think we also just want people like you said to see the results and you know it's all about being healthy and feeling good and Mm -hmm. feeling strong right you know feeling hitting an rx workout is fun but it's it's more about like how it applies to your life right Right. what it does for you like it's very important to say, and this is to at everyone who does CrossFit everywhere, it doesn't matter if you RX the workout, if your form is horrible, and then you pull something, and then you're out for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. literally. This is something that we get so obsessed about with RX weights and things like that. And, guys, it is never worth injuring yourself no. or doing the weight that is on the board. Yeah. Ever. And we always talk about that with our member base is, like, do what you can do really well, and as you get yeah. better at doing it really well all the time, mm-hmm. that's when then you go. we can start adding the weight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right. yeah. And that gives you like, we, we've I guess we've seen a lot of people succeed because of yes taking that 100%. seriously. Hundred percent. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Like think. Well, I mean, let's my talk gosh. about it. Let's talk about your ladies. Let, my ladies are awesome. yeah. incredible. So I teach a women's class um, three times a week, and they. Are incredible. So we started about two years ago, and I'm gonna go ahead and just use Miss Faye as an example because yes. she's yes. my favorite example, right? So when she started CrossFit, <laughs> she did CrossFit classes for about six months and then came into my class. And I mean, we were not doing anything even remotely resembling a burpee. Mm-hmm. And this woman is doing jump back burpees now because we have worked through yeah. burpees from a bar, yeah, set up in the rig mm-hmm. to step back burpees to like an inchworm burpee to uh, step back chest to the floor burpee and now like full on jumping burpees. Yeah. She's 65. She's going to be 65 this yeah. week. Yeah. Like it's, amazing. it's incredible when you just take the time to go through the progressions of something mm-hmm. that you can't do right away. Yeah. Right. And then you can do it and you can do it well. Right. And then yeah. you can like continue to just yeah. become more and more proficient mm-hmm. at it. 
until it's Absolutely. a strength. Yeah. That's the beauty of finding a gym that will support you through that. Right. right? right. Finding a space that will support you through that progression and not mm-hmm. shame you for not performing to like some standard. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? You took the time to let Miss Faye go through things at her pace and mm-hmm. as she felt ready to progress, she progressed. And you maybe pushed her a bit, yeah. right? But not to the point that she felt like she had to give up. Right. And that's what I think is really important about that. Yeah. You have to find a place of coaches coach. who care about your personal progress as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, I think more than anything, you just have Absolutely. to find coaches yeah. who care about you. Right. Great. Well, um, anything else? I think we've talked about scaling and I'm stimuli. I'm just going to say for stimulus one more time just for the sake of it, you know. Okay, good. <laughs> stimulus. Ew, please don't say it that the way. Inti- I'm looking at Gabby <laughs> really intensely right now. Stimulus. Ew. I'm going to. <laughs> I hate it. I'm hating every second. I of hated that. Anyway. I love to make people uncomfortable. Intended yeah, stimulus. I'm super uncomfortable now. Anyway. Okay. Well, um, you stuck with us through all these stimuli. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening. And, um, you know, if you ever need help with, you know, you're working out at home on your own or whatever, you need help scaling um, to meet the stimuli. Do it in one more time. Uh, you can ask us. You can find us on Instagram at the Heavily Scaled Podcast. You can find me at Gilbo Gavins. You can find me at kmills.11. And you can find me at Player Eastroll. All right. And uh, that'll wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Like it. Share it with your friends. Give us a review. Yeah. Smash that like button hey wow we're doing that like doing it okay all right well we will be back and talk to you guys next week bye bye, bye. bye.